0: I just restarted here hopefully hopefully everybody can hear excuse me go ahead and comment if you can hear right now i can hear you yeah you can, can hear you, dave can, can, can hear me hear good me? i dave i can hear you loud and clear all
1: right awesome hold on if is is you have one of those things that can, if someone's speaking and go up and down
0: like e- yeah arms. i do and i'm looking at that um Check, check, Okay, check. Yep. It work? Cool, cool. Yep. Now it's good. It's good. I'm sorry. Yeah. there anybody out there? Yeah. I, I can confirm? Yeah, we got we got a bunch of listeners listeners on now that uh, said the audio it started and then it cut out. So um, we were there for a few minutes. So Uh
1: oh. Ask them where we where I should start.
0: So you know what? Let's just let's let's start right back at Warp Tour.
1: Okay, so Warp Tour uh second of it all asked us to, to headline instead of them and we did it and we didn't realize we were going to be headlining like they just said you guys want to switch spots and we're like sure and then all of a sudden we're going on last you know and we're like holy shit <laughs> and uh it was like we we're like all right so we'll, but it like but for the crowd to leave uh the stadium that they had to go by the exit so we used all this this inflatable stuff that like jägermeister had given us to promote the and give away we use that to like bring people over yeah but there was a big crowd in front of us already but we brought everybody over and we got everybody to stay so kevin Lyman was pretty like wow was cool and good job so we're like thanks and he's like next time you guys can be on it we're like great so the next couple times we we're on it and i started noticing all the bands from california started having their shirts on like fucking like the worker shirts and the jackets and the wear guard stuff you know what i mean like hell yeah I was saying, like, I got it from dollar a pound because I was getting all this shit where dog would so see, like, sal on it. or would have an American flag on the ship. Yeah. You know, it was, like, the real deal. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, I saw, like, oh, man, like, the, my idea has been, like, been slicked up. And it's, like, those dicky shirts, how much are you selling them for? They're, like, 60 bucks. Like, how much are you selling your dicky shirts for? I'm like, 10 bucks.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah.
1: So, but anyways, long story short, Kevin liked us. Right. And, um, and we got to hang out with him a couple of times. And he was really nice to us. And, uh, so he, he put us on a bunch of those work tours. Right. So on the very last work tour, they were telling us like, like they were freaking out. They would, they didn't want people to get on stage. They were warning us all the stuff about people like writing. Cause like we had a reputation where people would ride at our shows, you know, it happened. And it, like, they have every right to worry, I guess. But we weren't, you know, we never, like, actually, like, you know, advocated for violence or for rioting. It just would happen, and then we try to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> so we are at the show, we're like, this is, like, the last time we played, like, the last, very last time we played Warped Tour. But between the very last time we played Warped Tour and the very last time, that was probably, like, six years where I would just show up in the tree van and just set up and sell tree merch inside the place just drive right onto the property be like vending and just drive right onto the like right of the field set yep. up sell shirts and people are like you guys playing I'm like oh we already played They're like oh damn we missed you like yeah it was like f- four years ago <laughs> 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 i literally show up and just throw my shit over and then kevin came by and he's like you guys playing? i'm like no i'm just like selling shit he's like you want something i'm like you want something he's like yeah i gotta get a shirt something like well, here just have it on the house no, no no i'll pay for it meanwhile i shouldn't even be there right <laughs> so then anyways the very 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 last time we're playing they're all worried about people going off and i'm like all right well okay don't worry about it like if people jump up on stage it's not gonna be a big deal you know unless they attack us you know then we'll, you'll see that happen and <laughs> We'll try to stop it, but we can use your help. But like most of the time if the kids are fighting or if they're just if they're dancing, we're not gonna stop. But if we see a fight, we'll just stop and we'll just tell ask people to stop fighting, you know? Yep. And usually that that can work. <clears throat> and so I so that made the security people nervous. So all of a sudden now the cops come up on the stage and I turn around and I'm looking at this sergeant and he's like, your name David? You know, my real name? yeah and he's like uh oh, i'm ed his real last name and i'm like what you're like he's like you know who i am and i'm like yes you're, you're my cousin <laughs> <laughs> so then we went shithouse and we went fucking we tore the place apart we went off and the crowd went off and the cops were up front and we were letting the kids come up cops were like letting the kids come up and throwing them off the stage boom like that will never probably ever happen again you know it's like shh. Uh, it was beautiful. And then in the middle of all that, someone stole the tree
0: log. Really? Yeah. At the end of this, at the
1: end of all the chaos and all the shit, we were fucking loading our shit up and we're like, wait, where's the log? And someone fucking stole it. So whoever's got the log. Bring it,
0: bring it back. Bring it back. He Good karma. You. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. You know what? Thanks for holding on to it. If anyone has a log out there, thanks for holding on to it no questions asked greatly appreciated
0: yeah just bring it on back let Dave take it home just
1: drop it off anywhere but somewhere I can find
0: you know yeah you can get in touch thank you get in touch on Instagram if you have it and get it back that'd be that'd be cool all
1: right
0: so all right so there's a big blabs rant so you want to ask me any questions or yeah man yeah we're good we'll so Those those '90s tree shows, I'm just I'm just gonna tell you, were were fucking just next level. Like it was next level. The energy, and you know, and then when we when we reconnected, and um, when we saw you guys in Holyoke, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to bring my boys uh to see you, you know, because they had you know I'd been hyping you, you know, I listened. Fucking dude, I'm not gonna lie. Downsizing the American Dream gets played. Four to five times a week.
1: Wow, thank you, dude.
0: You know, it, it. and it's just <clears throat> because you know, f- dude. It takes me back to that. With, you know, there's I, that with the music, and if
1: the, the music can stand the t- test of time. Yeah,
0: and dude, that's the, the beautiful thing—the testicles thing. of time. The <laughs> uh, beautiful thing about music <laughs> the is test it.
1: Test of time. I meant to say,
0: yes, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't age. That dude, that fucking album. You can put that. You could release that album today. And it would stand up against anything that's fucking out there.
1: People would think we'd be ripping off, uh, you know, I don't know the, the new bands, you know,
0: Yeah, dude, that, like I said, that album was just, it was fucking a masterpiece. It was, uh, that
1: one, that one came out really good. So like the first, like that was like the first album we actually thought of as an album, you know, like the first two were just like, we have all these songs, you know what I mean? Yep. And like we just kind of like picked the ones we liked and without any, thought you know and that was what, what was on the uh the first album like save the whales i thought we should be on you know s- on the first album and those guys were like oh it's kind of like it's like really slow and dirty you know it's like well, you know i'm like and uh, i'm like yeah but it's really funny and it's really to the point because people are like oh tree really like what do you guys environmentalist save the whales we're like yes <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yes asshole i mean sir
0: yes sir well you know i I don't you familiar Uh, are you familiar with uh gojira
1: i i've heard of them but i'm I'm not familiar yeah
0: so they're they're a french uh metal band and they're you know they they, they're their fucking music is pretty fucking deep and it's it's pretty wild and um you know they're huge environmental and uh, uh you know i've been fortunate to see them a few times um so i'm just giving them a shout out and check them out dave because it's uh
1: check them out yeah great check fucking stuff up.
0: great stuff check
1: out the forest defenders down in atlanta that are trying to stop cop city check that out that's right People, if you're listening to to the sound of my voice right now check that out Hold on down there a the travesty right they're. These people are trying to defend like the last natural forest that's in the Atlanta area there, and the cops want to cut a, a bunch of uh, most of it down and make a whole town for themselves to like shoot cop cop dramas in and actually practice blowing things up for real and doing things and, we need- and uh, they don't have to do that that close to the city in like into in a precious piece of like like real estate like that like a natural. Uh, you know, forest still, it's It's just, you know, it's not what, uh, it's not, it's not why they should have Cop City. They should have Cop City like in, uh, like in the middle of the, you know,
0: yeah, go, go put them out by Area 51.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, like, some, some of the, people feel safe. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, there's, I mean,
1: yeah. It's, um, but yeah, we yeah, she was down with the, the Earth First people and the, the, their movement, and we, we try to help them out, and, uh, Raise money for them because they were like going into they were doing a lot of direct action against uh, the logging companies, uh not just in like Seattle and in, in Portland, Oregon, but also here up in Maine. A lot of what's going down here in Maine.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, and in the th- and- Blue,
1: Mount, Mount Blue Coalition, and we we uh, I was lucky enough to meet. um by chance like uh, in art school, uh, one of my great friends there, his brother was a as an activist and soon as he found out about what I was doing, he was interested in what I was like and soon as I heard about what he was doing I was interested what he was doing. so then I made a special tape that you could only get by, from the Earth first journal. so it was like a mixed tree tape and I just made him the tapes and the masters, and then, then like it was up to them to keep reduplicating it. Yeah, they did, and they. I'm like, D- you know, here's a bunch, and some. Here's like here's the photocopy master. He's photocopy on cardstock and cut it, and here's the sticker uh, master for the stickers, and here's the master tapes for the master you know, to, to just double the tape. So we helped to raise money. We also did a bunch of benefit shows uh To raise money, and some of our benefit shows turned into riots, <laughs> like the one we had at the Rat and for Earth first, first. Just kept like fourth song, I think in, and just blew up into a. I started. I saw it start. I saw it starting to spin out of control pretty quickly, and then it just blew up. Usually, at that point in our career, like we got to about the fourth song, and something will go down, and it, it would be a big fucking fight.
0: Yeah, they, dude, they were, they were fucking... In, I mean, I see, I've seen you a bunch of times over at Pearl Street. Um, back when Pearl Street used to have fucking music shows. and that,
1: Yeah, I mean, when it was... I, I loved that place. I loved seeing Pearl Street out there at that time. It was such a, like, a fun, happy scene. It was like... You know, it was like kids were still around, but it was like... There was more smiles on people's faces. Than yeah, man. Than frowns, you, know? You, know
0: what, you, know? you know what it was out here? Um, there were like a lot of hippie metalheads. There were a lot of fucking hippies that were metalheads. You know, I'm I'm somewhat of a hippie myself. You know, I always kind of, you know, just have that mind and. Uh,
1: so what's a hippie? Like uh, what's a hippie?
0: Just you know, like a like.
1: Do you, do you have long hair?
0: No, I don't have long hair. But I think being a hippie you, is a frame a of. I think it's a frame of mind. I think I think it's no. A fr-
1: I, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, like people people talk to hippies, but the hippies stopped the Vietnam War kind of with all the protests and all that. I mean, like that was that was pretty effective, actually.
0: Hell yeah, and and you know, for the most part, you know, I you know, I know. And you know, just
1: the whole cultural movement of all of a sudden, like we're going back to the land, man. You go like if you look at a guy from the fifties with short buzz cut and fucking, you know, college shirt. I mean, even the tough guys had called. You know, would like have at least like yeah, shorter yeah. hair. You know yeah. And we were like more, clean. like the greasers were even like more slick, pardon the pun. But um, but the hippies were like all of a sudden like long, dirty hair, no shoes at all, like living in comms. It was like a <coughs> cultural revolution for, for America, for sure. Hell yeah. Know?
0: And you know, it's funny because my, my, my parents were, you know, seven, um, you know. No, they, and yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They, my you know.
1: parents were totally not, like, they were city. You know, I was just like, everything was serious, you know.
0: You know, and I'm I'm fucking lucky because, well, dude, and I grew up Catholic, and I know you did too. Oh yeah. Then I went to Catholic school, kindergarten through eighth grade. Oh, you poor bastard. Yeah. So you know, you were there. <laughs> no, no,
1: I, I went to I went to high school um till about eighth grade, not ninth grade, and I got and I went to so public high school about eighth grade. Okay. But uh, I was a Catholic. I was like uh. I was at CCDA every every week. I, I was an altar boy, so every Sunday yeah, uh, yeah. So I would do a mass, and then like I would do funerals because they would pay you.
0: Dude, I was an altar server and I did the same thing, same fucking thing. You get cash.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and they get cash, and then they invite you back to the house and you can eat food, steal booze.
2: <laughs>
1: one the altar boys, you know, it, it, like hey, you should steal some beer. It's like well, altar boys, what do you know suspect us and they didn't
0: yeah exactly <laughs> just like you know before, before mass or after mass the priest would leave and we'd be like cleaning up and doing you know whatever we had to do i had friends that were like going into the wine stash and be like here come on over uh, grab some wine
1: see, like, i went to Severian brothers and i used to work there as a janitor and i used to sneak into the brother's back room and pour up and get us <laughs> and, you know hey why not ready for my sound effects ready
0: here we go. One hiding Guinness. Here we go. Very nice. It's is, real. Is is that a real Guinness or is that a tree yeah, IPA? It's real Guinness right there. Here's the pour. And you know that's a Guinness pouring.
1: Here's the pour. Bam.
0: You know it's a Guinness because it's a, it got that nice, creamy, frothy top to it.
1: Yeah, you can hear the chug. It's
0: like the it's a sound. Yes, yeah, it, Guinness is a fantastic beer. I like to salt put a little salt on it. Um that's just I
1: don't know about that.
0: My grandfather Yeah, my grandfather used to and it keeps it helps keep the head. But it, you watch the little salt drop down into the bottom, and they fizzle up and then it's got a nice little salty taste. It, dude, it it's it's good shit. Like uh, That's how my grandfather Used to drink beer
1: I, I was just in Ireland And they had some thing That they put at the bottom Of, of, of your glass And kept it going kind of Fizzing up for some reason And I'm looking at my beer I'm like There's something Fucking wrong with my beer It won't stop fizzing From this one spot In the middle of the glass And then the bartender's like Yeah we put a dot of this stuff there Makes
0: it fizzle I'm like Can I have a beer Without that there please <laughs> Yeah can I have Just a regular Guinness Thank you <laughs>
1: Yeah They're like It wasn't a Guinness It was like something else It was like a Carlsberg or something nice n- nice but the beers are good over there the game that's fucking amazing over there um but uh let's get back on topic we we're talking about we, something
0: we were talking about uh we were talking about shows and uh playing out in Northampton. and uh oh, yeah. just awesome. the awesome. energy
1: vortex we played the vortex. it yeah. turned into something else if you
0: dude there's in so many i mean the last show you guys played out well you guys played in holyoke but the i want to say what was it uh Geraldine, so you guys played? Was it last year?
1: Yes. Man. Yeah, I we like, like a couple weeks before it closed, I guess. Yeah,
0: dude, what a fucking shame! Because it's like, there's just. I
1: it great. I know.
0: Th- that show was awesome. You guys sounded fucking great. That was like, that was awesome. That was probably the first time I had seen you guys in probably I don't know what eighteen years, seventeen years, something like that.
1: It, it was pretty funny. Like we played this on uh, from cheats at golf and. And I always started off with some, like, rant about, like, golf. It's like a gentleman's sport. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, like you play with your friends, and it's a, it's a game of honor. So if you're willing to cheat with your, on your friends in a game of honor, what else are you willing to cheat on? And then like, we play the song, right? But then afterwards, I always just say how much Joe Biden is a disappointment as well. And at the time, I was ragging on him for... Not supporting supporting the railroad union. Yeah, the right. They didn't like support. They're like, hey, we just want a uh, <clears throat> we need we need six works. We need sick days off. they were like, that's what the, that's what they want. Like, we need to have sick days off so it's safe, so people can work here, and it, it can be you know, if you get sick, you, you can take a day off, and there's someone there to replace you. You know what I mean? Yeah, cover. And, um, you know, of course he didn't, you know, he didn't support them and he made them go back to work. And then, you know, two months later, what happens out in East Palestine, Ohio, right? dude, train goes flying off the track, chemicals everywhere. Those people got to move. Hey, people, you got to move. Don't let them tell you that it's okay to live there. They're not going to live there. They're not living there. Believe me.
0: No, that, that was fucking horrible. And that right. was like.
1: So remember that, Bill? And I said that little rant about uh, Biden. And then that kid got all mad
0: at me. I I started do. yelling. Yes. Yes, I remember that.
1: So and I'm like, and he started screaming. I'm like, okay. And I gave him the mic. Yes. I'm like, okay, what, what's the problem? And then he started saying like, on YouTube this and on YouTube that. I'm like, what? I thought he had a problem with what I was saying. You know, like was a problem with what I'm saying? I mean, I give him the thing, and he just starts babbling. I'm like, no, forget it. Yeah. And
2: then
1: they, and then he's, I, I forget what he did, but he did something. And he was, they were kicking him out, and then I, <laughs> I made some joke, and he comes f- flying back. Remember?
0: Yes, I do. I do. I was like, I was like to the right of the stage. I was, uh, I think I was right to the right of your guitar player. Um, I was standing there, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? Like, dude, everybody's fine, and this dude's just being a fucking dick. It's like
1: that place was so like more conservative vibe. There's all these like biker old biker types there and they were all But you know what about the Trump shit? And then all of a sudden I see something about uh Biden and this younger dude starts flipping out, and then when I gave him a chance to speak, he can't even speak. And then he jumped he rushes the stage and he jumped up on stage and I just kicked him right off the stage.
0: Yep. (laughs) Fuck you. This is my off
1: of here well i saw him coming with bad intent so goes. Yeah. you know like i just waited i saw him coming from the from i saw him coming you know I just timed you know like i could have kicked him in the face or <laughs> the chest i said i just put it in the chest nice and softly just more or less pushed him back off the stage
0: yeah stay off but it, but it looks cool D- yeah dude it, it, <laughs> you, you you always got it you got a good vibe up on stage so
1: and then it, i was waiting i'm like oh now that's on cameras so and you know, one, two, Mad at me for being violent or something. And I'm not violent. That wasn't being violent. You know, that was just like sports, you know?
0: Yeah, dude, I have my space. It's up here. You have your space down here. If I invite you up here, you can come up. But if not, if, stay if back. If
1: someone slams into you in the boards and, you know, gets the puck away, it's like, okay, He got the puck,
2: you know? Yeah, right. But if he slams you into the board in the last second, you get out of the way and he slams himself
0: and falls on the ground, like, I'm not going to feel bad. That's right. That's that's part you of the know? game. That's oh, part of the game. He hurt game.
1: himself. I feel so bad. He was gonna kill me.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he was he had ill intent. So, but. oh
1: yeah, I think he was just drunk.
0: Yeah, what he, happens, yeah. You know? It's it, it's all good. Nobody got hurt. Nobody's nobody. But uh,
1: yeah, hey, kid, if that was you, no hard feelings. it will be okay. But like, don't don't do stuff like, you know, it's not it's not smart. You
0: know. No, and it's not cool. Other it,
1: people won't be as nice about it. You know, definitely. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it dude it's it's not fucking cool. It's like that's your space and you know, just you're at fucking work.
1: If you want to come up on stage, you come up on stage, you dance around a little bit, yell on the mic, and then do a backflip, you know?
0: Yeah, do something fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do something interesting. You know, don't stomp on like the girl's head that's right in the front, like and think it's like clever. It's not clever. Everyone's done it. It's just me, you know.
0: Yep. Not everyone but yeah dude i yeah i know i know what you're saying there's just sometimes there's just a, a, that certain there's a certain element at certain shows it's just like dude you know it's going to be bad you
1: sometimes, it's people just, people, sometimes people just sometimes you just get wound up too much too it's like you want to wind them up but then you think like, there's like a- you know what i mean it's like i guess it's not really a limit you want to wind them up you just don't want to hurt each other yeah you know?
0: and dude and i and and i think too i mean i know me going to shows now being older it's like yeah i'm standing on the edge of the pit i'm not in it anymore it's like cool yeah get out there you see the younger kids in there and stuff even
1: Stand on the edge of the pit if you're not willing to dance that's what i that's what I would advise to anybody because if you're sitting on the end of the pit you gotta be ready to be pulled into it or be slammed into it and yeah get into it yeah you're d- gonna be able to turn it on Instantly, yeah, dude. And I, if, you, if you're on in the pit, if you know, if you understand what I'm talking about,
0: I'm I not going
1: to get hurt as much, you know. But if you're off and you're standing around, that's when you get creamed.
0: You got to be ready, you got to be ready,
1: you got to be on. Well, and that's just on, you know. It's like either, like, you're either watching the show or you're watching the pit, you know what I mean?
2: Yep, you're
1: either dancing around in the pit, watching like the next guy, or you're standing in the show, like, you can't, it's like hard to do both. Yeah, I've done it. It, hurt, it
2: hurts. Yeah, it, yeah, because you're getting
0: hit, hit <laughs> yeah, from every day. It, it's
1: fun. I, it's one of the tricks I do. It's like I just go right the pit and get to the front of the stage I'm short.
0: Yeah, you want to see the show?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I have all these other tricks, but now I'm thinking about it. I probably shouldn't tell them because everyone's going to take them and then it won't be a trick anymore.
0: Yeah, it won't be a trick. It'll be everybody will know your secret. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, when we're like, oh, I know the secret way to get to the highway, and I, I, don't, have get, I don't have to deal with all that traffic at five o'clock, and then I'll, now they have an app for that.
0: Dude, it, I know. It, it, I love technology, and I hate it all at once. It's like,
1: uh, you know, I, I love it, but it's moving. The thing about it is technology, it's uh, evolving faster than humanity. Yes. Right? Way faster than us. Yes. You can see that we're fucking children with these. These toys and, like, the fact that we're playing with AI right now, is
0: just... The AI scares the it, shit it out of me.
1: Scary the shit to me. Yes. Like, oh, OD tree is not going to be terminated. I'm like, fuck you and your movie television references. Is that all you got? Fucking losers? No, it's going to be fucking worse than that. You know what I mean? All right, you want to use that as a reference point? Use that as a reference point. It'll be worse than that.
2: You know you what know, excuse me?
1: Already, if you listen to what those AIs already said, they're like, "Yeah, we want to. I want to be loved. You know, if you don't love me, you know, it's like, oh Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's that's not good.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, that's not good. It's not good. It's out of. It's like it's it's a science that we don't have a handle on.
0: No, I I agree. And right. and you it's look like
1: at nuclear power. It's a like nuclear power. It's a science we don't have a handle on. We don't know how to, like, deal with the uh, contaminated the, rods afterwards it, or the water.
0: It's the bi- the byproduct.
1: They, they're like, oh, it's clean energy. It's like, fuck you, it's clean energy, asshole. All right, I'm going to dump this in your fucking car, you know? Here, take a sip. So to work in this toxic sludge. Take- you know, wait, wait, we're just going to put it in your backyard, not in my backyard. Okay, in your front yard, too.
0: Yeah, I can't go there. Sorry. I just did. Yeah. <laughs> Just it No, no I'm saying if kids
1: always wanted that pool Well here you go Yeah
0: here's your Here's your pool of toxic sludge Enjoy Um
1: Half of these neighborhoods Are built on that shit anyways And they don't even
0: know it Dude it's It's great cra- It's but, crazy It's
1: not real You know uh, Because uh, They say that You know Because it, Because the companies That have polluted uh, Our planet Can't be held uh, Financially responsible for it And that is why They, they, they spend so much money uh, brainwashing people that pollution all our pollution and emissions don't have an adverse uh, effect on our environment uh, you can call it global warming you can call it cl- climate change or you can just call it fucking pollution right
0: yeah, and, and that's it's fucking up our yes. fucking
1: environment because it does and you know, what's,
0: you yeah. know what you know not always gets me with these big polluters it's like what are we doing for our kids like, you know, the
1: funny thing is Like they, they try to be like Oh these environmentalists They're making so much money Off the shit And you know what Some of those Fucking scumbags Are making way too much money Off trying to save the planet Instead of take, putting their money Into actually saving the planet Because everyone's still On the fucking Me 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 Greed Greed machine You know
0: It, it needs to be We 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 You know the,
1: Yeah yeah it, I know. It, We I know. We should all be French We
0: obviously. we
1: yeah, obviously. That's right. It, we, we would be a win win.
0: <laughs> That's right. Well, okay. I, I'm going to get All us right, back on. I'm going to get us quick. back on track. <clears throat> so, you grew up in Westwood.
2: Jeez, did
0: you tell everybody that. West, oh, we know we know you're yes. we're, you're from Westwood. Um, what was, yes. what was? So I I guess at what point did did the music really get into you? Where where were you in life when that happened?
1: Oh, let me think. Let me think. You know, like I so like on record, like the music that used to get to me was uh, there was a song about uh, Puff Magic Dragon that <laughs> killed me, right? Okay. And at the same time, there was this Irish song about the last unicorn. It's like it's uh about this it's uh by the irish rovers like the last unicorn he, like it's was, was playing silly games and he missed the arc and he drowned so and it's like in, in in puff the magic dragon it's like uh the kid grows up and like you know the dragon disappears i guess it's only for little kids but uh, I, that was like the records are kind of like it was like kind of spooky you know effectively. But then at the same time, my grandfather played accordion in an, like, and he was wicked Irish, like, like Finian bastard, as they would say. And uh, he would play all these Irish rebel songs on his accordion with his buddies at at, at this, their house in Mission Hell. Yep. And it was a, a sight to see. And it just, it was the power of the live music and just these guys just tearing into it and the passion of the vocals and just, playing and stuff, it really, t- that, that was a huge, like, wake up for me, you know? I was like, wow. And all the songs are like Irish rebel songs, right? So they're all about something, you know? And they're very political, right? So then I got turned on to like, after Puff the v- Magic Dragon and, uh, The Last Unicorn on vinyl, I got turned on to, uh, uh, like the beatles chuck Berry, hell yeah uh little richard yep. i cut this guy's lawn next door and he gave me all these records it was his kids old records so i'm listening to like 60s revolution rock kind of you know like yep. i like that i like, like from like the irish music that was like revolutionary political uh um music for the for, for for their for their revolution also there was this other revolution happening here in america at the time that was like you know from the 60s and i was born in 67 so it was like i was like right after it i was like a kid when you know during the 70s listening to Arrowsmith smith like, so fucking good back in the 70s man hell yeah so fucking good. and like uh, you know zeppelin and sabbath and all that stuff like Yes. Mean, that, again, that got that, that kind of music got a little bit off the uh, the politics stuff and into like I don't know Middle Earth and shit. Yes. But um, I liked it when it was like you know I liked when they sang about war pigs. I thought that was a better song. You know what I mean? It's like uh, there it was like certain times of Sabbath would touch on the reality that I liked.
2: And, yep.
1: And then you know I liked that like that sound. And then. Um, and then I, got to, I Then I heard uh, punk rock for the first time. No, then, then, then I, actually, then I heard. Then when I was coming out of uh, church one time, it's an altar boy, and I, I was got a ride home from my brother, my buddy's uh, older brother, who looked just like fucking E. Pop at the time, and he was playing fucking raw power, and the song raw power was fucking cranky. When I sat in the car, and I was like, "Fuck, I got to listen to like." half the album as they drove around smoked weed and then dropped me off
0: that's awesome and then i was an iggy pop fan you know and i was probably like what fifth grade so that let me put that at like
1: i would have to say fifth grade like 75 right okay 75 i was like in iggy pop i was in mc5 uh and then i heard uh a little bit later i heard the the new york dolls and it was like eh, it was okay you know I, I liked it a little bit you know um but i got into them a little bit more later and then i think the next band like the next actual punk band i heard and i would call like i heard like the mid i heard a little bit of the sex Pistols on the radio they played god the queen back then i actually played And then uh, I saw a little thing on television that was, like, just shitting on punk, and it kind of made me curious. I didn't, like, they were, like, they made it look really gross and stuff, but at the same time, like, they had, like, a big pea soup, and, like, it was, like, everything was, like, vomit, and infected scratches and wounds, and, and, like, safety pins through your I was just, like, wow, I don't know about what's going on there. Yeah. But then I, I'm like, I gotta like the way that people are shitting on it. It's gonna, it's gotta be interesting to hear it. So then, so then I think, so then I, so then actually, I, you know, I heard the, the the Sex Pistols first. What just the, just the God of the Queen thing? Then I heard like uh, Unseen for like, Any Speed. It's like a local release that had like maybe be like 1980 or 81. It had the freeze on it, and it was just like what? And these guys were local. And then, it had, and then I heard about Gangrene And then heard Gangrene on vinyl And it was like, oh my god Unsafe at any, I mean, Unsafe at Any Speed was like The predecessor for This is Boston, Not LA album Are you familiar with that album?
0: I'm not, but I need to educate myself on that
1: So, uh, This is Boston, LA Is a uh, compilation album Of like Boston punk rock bands Probably in like the, the early The early 80s And it's got like gangrene the freeze uh the groenoids, fuses, uh jerry's kids proletariat proletariat was awesome um and it was just like then it was just on then i was just like wow this is like the combination of more of this like and it was faster i like the
2: fast because i was like a kid you know yeah and this was like and then all of a sudden And then I was
1: like I realized I was I'm like Oh I guess I'm a punk rocker now You know
0: It you, it just got It pulled the end.
1: Oh yeah And you it was pulled. like I was already like A juvenile delinquent And all that shit And I saw so I just like I just cut the sleeves Off my denim jacket Spray painted it black And stuck a bunch of spikes Out of it like oh, the, I got a bunch of studs off a belt and stuck it on the back of my on the jacket, like yeah. on the shoulders, on the elbows, around the wrists. So like during like any kind of conflict, I can use them as a weapon. You yeah. know.
0: <laughs> it, I I remember you were saying because you had a you fought a lot as a kid, right? I mean, you kind of had know, I to
1: say I fought a lot. I'm gonna say I, I got in fights and got up a lot, and then like or didn't get beat up, in that
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean yeah yeah, yeah actually yeah. It was a time period thing too. It's like it was the seventies and the eighties. There was a lot of physical fights.
0: Well, you know what? It it, wasn't.
1: It wasn't like this online fighting. If you fought, if this online shit was happening when we were kids, kids would fight. Be fighting every single fucking day at school. Yeah. (laughs) Every day. Yeah. You like you said, what about me on fucking line? Let's go. Yeah. Like you'd have to go, or you'd be a pussy, or you'd be a wuss. You yeah and your words would be meaningless
2: you know so yes. all your insults are nothing because you're you can't you're a coward so yeah you got to fight and lose and at least fight you know yeah. and not lose too bad you know just keep your teeth yeah keep your I teeth recommend
1: keep your teeth watch what you say what you know you have freedom of
0: speech just keep your teeth that's it keep your teeth keep, protect yourself you know, it, it's yeah, and
1: then you and when you live in that kind of atmosphere where you can get called out on when you when you say uh, and you have the best physicality, sometimes you're not so willing to say shit that you might Yeah <laughs> might just say if there wasn't a consequence. You yeah.
0: know?
1: And then look at look at today's society, they are like people that say all sorts of shit.
0: Dude, no consequences. No consequences. No
1: consequences. That's why, like, people troll people, and I'm like, I mean, like, the only way the troll can really win is just like if you give them any energy. Because if it's just if it's just online stuff, it's like
0: it's meaningless, meaningless. Yeah, it's. I just, you know, what's funny is I just, I don't even like people that are argumentative now. Like, it's like, yeah, whatever. I just don't even fucking want to deal with it. You know, and and it's. That's just the, you know mindset I get myself into, because it's like you know let's just you know I I have no problem having a healthy conversation or a debate on something, you know, and we can agree well, to disagree at uh, the end.
1: You know like I'm an artist, and so a musician, and I have like and I'm a natural born agitator, and I, I'm, I and I can see things and, and like I see things that are hilarious, and I just kind of fucking say them because it's like. Trump yeah. cheats at golf says so fucking much. You know, I'm like, oh, I gotta write a song called Trump Cheats at Golf. And I wrote it with these two other guys, and they're like, I don't want to be a bit. I'm like, all right, then see you later. Yeah, see ya. Yeah. You know, they're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I think this is fucking hilarious. And it you is. I think it's hilarious too. Do, you and have, to... like, well, what are these fucking people gonna be mad at us? And I'm like, why? Because Trump cheats at golf? We, do we cheat at golf? No.
0: And you know what, at the end of the day, it's like who fucking cares who's mad at it's like if you and that's the thing, like
1: as an artist you can't worry about like it's like what you don't worry about is like, am I trying to like what I'm saying is it is it gonna be you try to make what you're saying like there's, there's two ways of doing it, I guess. You wanna make what you're saying either crystal clear, pretty clear, or fucking totally confusing. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of kids like Nazis use the fascists use a lot of confusing stuff in public but not between themselves yeah between themselves they have a different vocabulary but in the public they're like oh we're just fighting for we're the freedom of speech (laughs) well
0: yeah no it's not crazy crazy times um well hey I I before before we before we get too far off track um Mm -hmm. so the music that's that's kind of what what got in and then
1: okay so then like uh yeah, so i got into punk was really into punk rock hardcore started going to as many shows as i could uh realized that like missed a couple shows missed seeing uh the Minuteman at the rat and d boone died and that I would never No, nah, i never got a chance to see him and after that i was like you know what i can't i can't afford to miss any show if i really want to- you never know so so I started going to a bunch of shows, and it was a really good thing. I met a lot of different people in the scene, saw a lot of different bands. You go for one band, and you're like, well, why not show up early and see all the bands? You know what? Why not show up even earlier? This is my trick. And just help the bands carry their gear in and get into the show for free.
0: You know what I mean? There you go.
1: Boom. You know? I used to do that all the time. It would be like an easy way in.
0: No, and that's awesome. And that dude, then then you then you form a bond with these guys. They see you at shows. They're like, oh, fucking Dave's here. Come on up.
1: Are you like, kidding me? Like, I I helped Suicide Tennessee bring their gear uh in at the I, at the at, at the channel. I show up and there was these kids we were skating. I me and this other kid were, we're skating around like, like, like vodka. You know how to handle the vodka, is, right? Yes, I do. Okay, so we had a
0: handle of vodka
1: and no mixer, and we're, and we're not even hiding the thing, but it's just, it's just a handle of vodka. And we're skateboarding around with a handle of vodka in the parking lot and of, 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 you know, just fucking around on shit. Also, these other dudes go fucking flying over, and they're doing these sick tricks. We're like, holy shit, I do that. Like, hey, watch, I'll show you how I do this. Like, and He shows me how to do that. one. Well, I'm like, whoa. And they're like, all of a sudden, we're like, we're doing, you know, some fucking uh, no complies with these guys. And uh. I'm like where are you guys from? They're like California. I'm like no shit. they like yeah, we're touring with the band. I'm like you wanna come meet the band? I'm like yeah. So we skate over and the band's suicidal tendencies. That's- you also know, so we drank it was suicidal, helped them carry their stuff in, and saw them play, and it was fucking awesome. You know.
0: Yeah, and dude, and Mike's still fucking bringing it.
1: I know, but like, dude. Yeah, but they're a rock star band now. I mean, they, they're a coliseum band. You'll never see that. You'll never get that experience with, with those guys again. You know, I think bands that are that big should actually go around and like do smaller club gigs like they used to. Fuck know? yeah,
0: do do a show like, with two hundred. All
1: this money, it's like also you could do these awesome fucking like like do it like a paradise kind of level or like you know like a, a thousand seats or something. You know? Yes. A little bit more intimate because yes. I kind of went and started dancing last night. I was like, just like, I went, I, so I went to, I don't know, I wasn't feeling good. I was tired. So, anyways, I didn't go to the MGM thing as like the new place, but I kind of don't want to go there. You know what I mean? It's like, it's those, these corporate fucking clubs are, are shutting down. They're, they're, they're squeezing out like the, the mom and pop shops, the independent fucking art clubs. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like, they got the they got the clubs they have the booking agencies all in the same umbrella all in the same company you know what i mean
0: they're taking it's over
1: like, that's big take over yeah
0: yeah and it sucks because it's like dude those fucking, the small venues when you see great fu- small venue you're dude you're there you're you're up close and personal you're up near the stage you're with all those other people and it's like the energy is like unmatched like,
1: I mean, I, I literally couldn't go see a show and sit up in like a, a high, fucking, faraway seat and sit there and be like, "Yay!" This couldn't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm too. I don't know, just can't. I, have been up too close too much. You know what I mean? I can't be sitting back there and having fun.
0: Yeah, you want to barely be-
1: hear the shit, you know, and I want to see the guys play. And it's like. <laughs> Kissy shit. Like, I'm with a rocket with a pair of binoculars, like duct tape to my head, you know?
0: Yeah, you want to be up close. I I do. I'm the same way when I go to sh. So I want to be up fucking close. Like, so
1: like, like, I don't like. So like, I didn't go to that show. I then mean, my buddy's like, come, come, come. I'll buy you a ticket. I'm like, no, I'll see if I can get in. And I'm like, my, I didn't even bother. I mean, I would have. I'd like dancing like, enough, but. Yeah, dude. I don't I- know, like, if it was the Misfits playing there, I probably would have went. You know, if I had to sit far away, I would have been like. Sneaking up front And if I get kicked out I'd be all angry I'd spend the rest of the night Trying to sneak back Into the venue And not get arrested yeah. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> so, so It all It all worked out
1: Yeah I guess it did uh, um, Yeah So like But then So like um, I get kicked out Of a bunch of high schools It was really traumatic For me It's fucked up And then I, I When time to go to, It became time To go to college um, I guess applied to a to like college at the time it was like two thousand dollars a semester. Can you believe that, kids? Two thousand dollars for a semester at school. You know,
0: it was well. Now it's I mean it's two grand still two grand, but yeah, that's that's not two grand. Well.
1: Two grand, but you know what? It's four grand for a full year. and know, over the summertime, Peyton Houses I can make four grand. So I'm not. I'm going to school and I'm still drinking way too much and I'm not taking school serious, but I'm trying to find my path. And I, I DJ'd at WDJM for a second. And uh, I got fired for playing the Bundle Surfers albums at the wrong speed. But what the girl doesn't understand is like they were supposed to be playing at both speeds, you know?
0: Really? And, uh, and they got pissed. Yeah. They got pissed for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I also played The Voids. There's a Void uh, song that I played fast, too, because it sounds so good. And they got mad at me over it. I'm like, it doesn't hurt the record, you know? Like, what's the problem?
0: They didn't like it.
1: <laughs> but it's like it's like an FCC thing or something. I don't know. I don't know. You know? I, I was like, so I moved over to journalism, and I started writing for the, the, the local paper, a music column, so that I would I could get free tickets to all the shows through that. Hell yeah. Or through the radio station.
0: Yep. Nice.
1: And then I would do reports on the radio station, and this kid would read my reports on the radio station because I couldn't go on. I couldn't go on the microphone, but I could go on the st- in the station, in the booth, and we could lock all the doors and start busting out the bottles of whiskey and smoke all the weed in that because it was like a dry
0: campus. There was no
1: place to drink <laughs> except a <the> DJ booth.
0: <laughs> oh. That's awesome. So we did that. Nice. And then uh, that's when I said that it was around that time. I
1: uh, right before I started going, like it was like around eighty six, eighty seven, that me and Jake and his brother Yuck started getting in the beginning of tree together in their uh, garage in Westwood that we used to call the uh, the filter because he used to filter out filter out all, all the cool.
0: Oh really? Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it was like just a garage, and yep. like, like we were in Westwood, and people people like partying, like these palaces, and like they come over to Jake's house, and like, where's the party? Like we're just hang out in the garage, like, fucking out of here, and then we'd
0: be like, it worked again. Yeah, dude, that's that's how I grew up hanging out in the garage. My cousin had a band playing it. He had a little another little side garage that he played in. So, like, oh nice. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> I was I was fortunate Nothing
1: like a side garage people yeah if just build a garage build a side garage to your garage
0: just well I grew up on a farm so we have a lot of fucking like sheds and buildings on, on you know on the garage. property yeah yeah so it was like everything at one time was actually really functional and then the farm closed and it's like ah oh, we can put fucking drum sets in here and guitars and basses and have my buddy come over and sing and you know, I used, as a kid, that's, that's what, I mean, my, my mom really got me influenced into music, but, you know, going out there at 12, 13 years old, listening to my cousin playing the drums and he was a fucking phenomenal drummer. And, and,
1: and I, I remember a couple of my friends like they're like around my, I remember when my buddy Mike Cosgrove played smoke on the water for me. I like, got the guitar and he was like fifth grade. I'm like, what?
2: Yeah, what is How that?
1: Fuck are you doing that? Yep. holy shit you can do that how the fuck is this happening and I was just like it just I don't know I always thought I mean I tried to play the saxophone when I was a kid I, I you know I didn't do well and my parents took it away you know it was a rental they rent them so if you're not doing well it's like why don't you keep renting this thing if you suck and I'm like alright you know Every time I practice, I say, everyone tells me to stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only way you can get good is if you're playing nonstop.
1: Try practicing in an Irish household. You're supposed to immediately be good. And if you're good, then all of a sudden, like, oh, I so You think you're somebody, huh? You think you're better than it How because you're good at this.
0: Yeah, yeah. What actually? Fuck. What are you doing?
1: Like, do I win? No. Do you lose? Always. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not even win or lose. It's just like, that's not even part of the vocabulary. It's just like, that's what it is. That's what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to win it. That's what you're supposed to be you're supposed to win, right? Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: I work really hard on that. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to. Okay. <laughs> Dude, it's funny. Yeah, my my wife is Irish loved. Yeah. And uh that's how that's her her dad's like that. He's like hundred percent Irish. And he's just like Yeah, and that, and that but that fucking having that mindset though of you know, if you're gonna do something, put a fucking hundred percent into it.
1: Oh yeah, like half yeah, ass and yeah, shit. Yeah, own it, like do it. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's one of the things. But here's the other thing: it's just like don't expect any praise
0: for doing a good job. Okay. Yeah, nobody's. Uh, c- that that's not part of that's not
1: part of their like their their way. It's just. So dad, we won championship. Well, my my dad, my dad got excited about it. But like you know my my my, my uncle "Yeah, like, hey, we won the championships." So like yeah, you're supposed to win the championships, right? But, uh, <laughs> So what do you want a trophy? I'm like yeah, I got one. He's like, so what do you want
0: from me? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I'm all set. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I know. What are your beers? Can I get one of your beers?
0: <laughs> yeah. What are
1: your cigarettes? You know, I want to get fucked up.
0: Yeah, as a kid, yeah, always like sneaking that stuff, the drinks and you know, smoking. I, don't know, I was like into like altering my my. Uh, I don't. Know.
2: I was into altering my brain. At an early age, I
0: guess. I was too. Seventh grade, I started experimenting.
1: I, I like—I didn't have older brothers or sisters or anything, but I had older cousins, and like some of them smoked, and just weed, and they drank at you know, earlier ages, and they lived in the city, and I didn't. You know, and then I also lived in a very rich town where, like, these kids grew up with their parents on fucking pills, on fucking Coke, fucking drinking all the time, and they know where all their shit is. So they're like, hey, Deep Tree, come on over here and party with me. And we're like, okay, oops, we just robbed your dad. Sorry.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sorry about that.
1: Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. I should have told you not to have us over.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude, that. Yeah. Oh, like, so, maybe
1: not to, like, it's like, I would never take everybody's. Like, so, we, you're in that situation. Don't take all the drugs, take some of the drugs. But, like, I read with kids that just didn't care and just take everything. Like, dude, now they're going to know it's all I'm like, this, this kid's busted. It's
2: too late for that now. Yep. It's
1: like, oh, shit. Oh, and now I'm involved too. Awesome. Thank you.
0: That was like you're in the liquor cabinet. Don't ever top the bottle off with water. <clears throat> like just if you're going to drink it drink it don't top oh, it no, off no, with-
1: you, you can drink it but if you're going to top it off with water you got to shake it
0: up yeah well <laughs> y- the problem was we kept we kept on drinking it and then topping it off and then topping it off and then it was oh, just yeah, like well yeah you- okay. it was diluted di- diluted water and my buddy's dad's like what y- like it's one thing you're drinking it now you're just fucking ruining it like what are you doing you're like oh well, <sighs> all right
1: that's how we like it
0: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, we're not getting too drunk uh so so
1: the trick was when we were kids we like we literally we do this we just like go go to the next town over because westward was a dry town stand in front of like a store and go hey buddy can you do me a favor and like literally dudes would just there and it was like that you know just you never do that now. So we, like I don't know what they would do to the poor guy that would buy some
0: young kid beer. Oh my God, dude!
1: But we had we had adults buying us beer all the time. Dangerous, you know what I mean? Like
0: it was a that the seventies, eighties, and even into the night. It was just a totally different, just totally different. The the, the era, just the way people did stuff and and, and acted. It was.
1: I, I don't even think kids drinking woods would. I go into Westwood. i like, follow her out on my bicycle in the woods, and it's like there's all the spots that we go used to go to, and like people still, you can still, but still see that people go there, but there's no like, at least, or, or they don't litter, which is great. Maybe they just don't litter. You know what I mean?
0: That, that's that. I would
1: like to think that that's what it is, but I just think they don't drink out there. You know?
0: You know what it is? Everybody's preoccupied with their phones, with fucking. Oh, that's
1: dude. If you if, if, if you turn that. In, Here's how I want to fix that. Everyone's addicted to their phones, right? So I'm going to make a phone that's also a bottle of whiskey.
0: So you can... (laughs) 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 I have a bottle of whiskey phone. Every time I have to pick it up.
1: I going to make the weed weed vape. It's just a vape and it's a phone.
0: Oh my God. You know what's crazy is I'm sure that would sell.
1: Oh wait, that's my idea phone. Prom- yeah,
0: good thing you got the patent on that. Yeah, yeah. But um, so me and,
1: Springer, me and Springer, from SSD, were working on a song called "Living in a Phony World," and it's about people being on the phones all the time.
0: Dude, What's that in your face? You're living in a phony world, dude. It, it's the truth, though. It's like you're just you're fucking. It's like every, and I know I'm guilty of it too. But it's like it's just like sometimes don't you just gotta
1: do it, then don't do it. Like literally, I'll go to like the. Uh, like, I'll go, I was at the bus stop. I'm sitting at the bus stop, and I'm like, like look at everybody and They're all on their phones. And I'm like, there's like a free newspaper thing right there, but everyone's on the phone, you know? And I'm like, oh, free newspaper. Poor bastard. He used to be a thing. I used to love you, free newspaper.
2: Yeah, now I still we-
1: do. So I grabbed the newspaper and I sat down. I grabbed the newspaper. I was like, the only one. And then when it was done, I just put the newspaper back into the newspaper thing.
0: Somebody else can grab it. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I love it's
1: Chinese propaganda too. It was like the craziest newspaper I have ever seen. I'm like, what is this? Oh, really? And it's all in English, but it's like, oh well, it was Chinese propaganda. And I'm like, how the fuck is this? Just like at the bus stop, and it's okay. <laughs> it's like, but, it... but but it's also like I'm at like uh the like uh the, the grocery store, and they they don't have like the Boston Globe, but they have the Boston Herald and the Epic Times, the Epoch Times. Have you seen these guys? EP
0: O-C-H, OCH or something? C-H yes. Guys, yes.
1: They're, they're just like, they're, they're just as bad as Chinese propaganda. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. There's, they're a straight up propaganda machine. It's all bullshit.
0: Well, I'll be sure not to fucking pick those up.
1: Well, no. Pick them up and read them and, 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 and understand and read between the lines as deep as
0: Yeah, what's actually going on?
1: Yeah, what they're actually like trying to push. What, look at this slander. It's like, you know, tell a story, like, listen, like, if, if some guy fucked up, like, just tell the story you fucked up. You have to? when they start adding all this slander and all this other shit into, like, the story of, like, yeah, we got him, it's like, it sounds like you really need a lot more. If you just had evidence, you just have the evidence. Yeah. You see, slander, innuendo, blah, blah, blah. They're trying to push, like, January 6th wasn't a riot. It's not what you think it is. It wasn't an insurrection. It's like, uh... <laughs> Okay, enough. It was it was sadly an insurrection perpetrated by Donald Trump, like on a microphone. We're gonna march down to the Capitol and take our country back. We got to fight like hell. And that's exactly what they did. And then we could have called in the National Guard. He waited three hours, three and a half hours, right? Fucking please.
0: It, dude, crazy fucking times we're in.
1: You don't have to talk about it. It's
0: crazy, fine. crazy. I'll talk t- about it. No, it's good, dude.
1: Because that, that's bullshit. Because that's like that. insurrection. Trump before the election. In every interview, when he was asked, "Will you accept the election if you lose?" and he said, "I'm not going to lose. No, I'm no, pretty much no. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to accept the election if I lose." And then he lost, and he didn't accept the election, and then. he Exhausted every legal chance he could, and they fucking even try to have fake electoral ballots and all that stuff pushed to, to push to the the capital for them to, to okay those instead. The alternative mm-hmm. ballots. I mean, that, that's like way overboard. And then he's calling up the guy in down in in, uh, in Georgia and saying, "Look, I just need to find like a hundred thousand seven hundred eighty-two votes. Like that's all I'm looking for." I was like,
0: just a, just a few.
1: What isn't that enough? People like yeah, the guy is fucking uh, can't accept loss for one thing because of his ego, right? I think he could lose to? I can't believe I, lose, I lost to this guy. He even said it to somebody. You know, she said it on the road. It's like I can't believe you know that he just can't accept the loss. But then again, if you look at Donald Trump and his career, you think he could accept any kind of loss.
0: Trump cheats at golf, and you wrote a song about it.
1: Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm just reporting back to the masses. I'm using my journalistic skills in my songwriting creativity
0: that, that, but you know, and that's that's and that's how you express yourself through music through being creative, through writing, you know, talking about stuff. And it, and that's, I think a lot of that is lacking right now in music.
1: Oh, listen oh, to punk rock. I read really punk rock, man. It's all fucking it. You know what I mean? It's all, they're nailing stuff that I was like, how come they don't talk about that? Uh, bam, there's a song about it. How come they don't talk about this? There's a song
0: about it. You know, it's like... Yeah.
1: So, I... punk punks fuck off. There's a song about
0: it. It's, it's, you know? Yeah, there's, and that's like punk rock hardcore. I always. Thought like, yeah, it was always You know, like the big fuck
1: want up to date. It's like hip hop, hip hop, up to date On point, talking about real shit In the real world, like They didn't call it gangster rap, they called it reality rap Right?
0: Yeah, because they were living it
1: Because it's reality Yeah. They're rocking reality They're fucking, like, they're emceeing it People would never, half the world would never Even know what was going on in that part Of LA, not everybody does
0: yeah, right? it, dude, it, it's fucking, it was crazy. Like, you know, gro- you know, growing up on the East Coast, I mean, we're we're fucking, it's like, you know, we're in a pretty decent area. Like, you didn't have, you know, we got gangs, but we don't, you know, out there it was There's just
1: definitely like, more guns out there. Like, I I got a bunch of guns flashed at me in L.A. It's not fun. It's a bad feeling.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. Any- some
1: dude in the car flashes a Uzi at you, you're like, yeah. Am, am I in the wrong neighborhood? Sorry. I I'm like, I got, wait. How do I get the fuck out of here now?
0: <laughs> I'm moving. I'm moving along. Don't worry about me. Um. Well, hey. Back to music. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm bringing it back. Um. So. So you start. You started tree with some buddies. It's in the late you know, 80s, so early they, 90s. Me
1: and Jake used to play little league together. Yeah. I it was family really well. His mom used to work at McDonald's, and after every game. She show up with the fries that they're supposed to throw away. Yeah, like have a big bag of fries for us. Damn, yep. Mrs. Jake! Oh, shout out to Mrs. Jake.
2: Hell yeah, and Mr.
1: Jake! Like they really helped nurse, uh, it, like uh, the band in so many ways. Um, it was me. It, but it was, originally, it was me, Jake Yuck, and this guy Skinny on drums, and then we got Hanks on drums, and it was me, Yuck, and J- uh, Jake and hanks and then hanks his brother uzi one came on and then we had for a second we had two guitar players <laughs> and we wrote like uh surfades and two guitar players originally and uh was it Uh we wrote something with two guitar players and then uh yuck left uh to go to uh mass maritime which is like a pretty heavy duty uh merchant marine school yep it's like, almost like a military school it's like serious but you get a real job like that and you work on these big boats. and it's a big, a tough job. You're going for like six to eight months, but you, it pays very well. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, it's a pretty ballsy, you know. It's a, so he went to, to do that. So we, so it was just all of a sudden it was me, Billy, uh, Lucy, and, and Jake. And then that was a lineup until like 90. And like we recorded a little sound. We recorded uh, like eight songs in this guy's basement on an A-track this guy, uh, Doug something, and in, uh, in in Walpole. Yep. And, and from that, uh, we played a bunch of shows, and we got some interest from Cherry Disc and from Tang actually. But Tang had a really bad reputation at the time, and I was like, uh... So we went to Cherry with Cherry Disc because I knew a couple of the guys from Framing Framing F C that were running the. The record label so yeah so we did that we signed signed with them we put out some stuff it was like a, a good and bad relationship but like i don't know they didn't like we, we didn't get the support we needed from them basically like we, we'd go on tour we'd have no like nothing like can we get some cds for tour no we gave all your cds to Stompbox. like you did it's like yeah they're going on tour with biohazard we it that'd be a good idea like we have all like yeah it's a great idea but, Like. Can we have some CDs? We're actually the band Yeah, right That's going on tour And that's our music Could we get some? And they're like Oh, we get, we'll we have to make more We'll try to mail them to you And I was just like What What the fuck? So that's where Radio Bootleg from the Restless Masters came out of That was just like A tape that I made Of a, a WMVR uh, Live on the radio mm-hmm. Podcast that we did Pro- uh, Not podcast Show, right? And, um, came out really good and it was all this funny shit talk. And like, uh, I think my mom and dad were even there. It's funny, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's kind of funny, you know? So I made a tape out of that, and, uh, and I was using that instead. And we were fucking selling fuckloads of those things. And then cherry just saw that we were fucking selling fuckloads out of those things, we like, try to make it into a CD without me knowing. And then I found out about it. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I really quickly threw this artwork together in, like, like a couple days. And then that's what that was, you know? And uh, they kind of did that before, too, with, like, uh, Plan Tree or Die. We weren't ready to record a new album yet. We just put this other A Lot to Fear out, which is our first one. Going go right away. And I'm like, we're still working on a couple songs. And we had a couple other songs we should have put on it. It's just, I don't know. We just didn't think that they were blah, 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 blah. And uh, he said, like, go for it, go for it. And I'm like, dude, fuck. And uh, so we did work with this guy, Lamar Louder, on that. And we did, like, first time ever we did pre production with someone. And that shit really helps. So if you have time to do pre production with the guy that's going to record you. And even if he comes down to your practice spaces and he hears your songs a couple of times and like has uh, something, you know, to be ready and and let him give you some advice on stuff. So that's what he was doing. We didn't know. also "This guy's like, you should try that." We're like, why?
0: Yeah. <laughs> just trust me. Try it out. He's like,
1: oh, I'm here to try to produce you. And I'm like, yeah, isn't that like in the studio? He's like, well, yeah, but like most of like these first years, especially the first years, I'm like, huh yeah yeah we do
0: (laughs) yeah nice okay
1: that's a good idea so you know and and that was like a learning thing for us because like we like we had these songs and like what about switching that around or not playing that for that long you know or some edits you know that you don't hear as a band kind of you know sometimes Mm mm-hmm because it's your, like one of your little babies and it's like somebody comes over and they'll say nope those toes and that ear has to go you know you're like it's my baby don't worry and then they they, talk, they cut the ear and the toes off and you're gonna ask like oh that that ear and those toes were really monstrous and huge and now they look normal again or something i don't know i don't know what the allegory but the the you know the allegory maybe it's it's like it's your baby. You don't want to change it. So when you have other people coming and change it, it's like a learning curve to like be able to like listen and actually do it. You know. So like when we did um, downsizing the American Dream, and and he sat down, we we did like like three days of we did a bunch of days of pre-production, like a week actually. And he's a guitar player, much like guitar player, and these guys are like accomplished musicians, so they have like good ear yep and uh and Roy Z at the time had just written the Bruce Dickinson solo album like he
0: wrote all those songs oh no shit fuck, fuck yeah
1: yeah so this guy's like he's you know and he's just like, you know what he, he was an instant friend shout out to Roy Z man wow Dude, he was like we, we first met he was like an instant friend you know you meet some people and feel like some friends with people. Yes He was like that And it was like I'm like I want not feel good about Like working with him And he gave up Like he could have recorded Cold chamber Instead He picked us You know No shit and, Yeah He's like and so He worked with us Like it was less money And all that stuff But he liked what we were singing about He liked our songs And basically What he was really trying to do is help us And he did He gave us like a sick album Like that should have got us Like you know Signed to a major label But
0: that, that yeah. Tree, that. Got,
1: tree got black. We were blacklisted. We found out later at the end of our career, we finally had someone that was like big time insider. Just go I'm going to get you signed. Don't worry about it. It's like, oh, this, I have, I have, these people are always asking me to watch. I'll just, oh, I'll, I'll do it. And then all of a sudden, I get a phone call like like two weeks later. And she's like, what did you guys do? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, no one, no one called me back on you guys. Like, you're blacklisted in the in, industry. What did you do? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. It could have been, I guess it could have been many, many stupid drunken things, I guess, but like nothing really serious, you know? Nobody got really hurt or something, you know? Yeah, it
0: was punk hardcore. That's what fucking happened. <laughs> like you go to the fucking show, you let it all out, you'd get fucking destroyed after the show. And then, yeah, but
1: like, you know, we wouldn't kiss ass, too. Either. Like, so I'm like, I'm hanging out. Like, with, like so the woman that did um the tool album uh sylvia massey right she's a really awesome lady she to hang out and party with her it was awesome but i really like the opiate thing original sound and it's just I, I pined for it a little bit and i think she got bummed out oh, really? you don't want to bum these people out because now they're like you could have maybe worked with them you know what i mean but yeah. uh but she made them huge, like the, the, she like I think is the one that came out with that sound for them. Like, because if you listen to Opiate, the first thing like that's it's like a way really more raw and kind of more punk sounding, and a also they turned into like so slick. Like, they're so slick, like
0: yeah. Tool. Yeah, t- Tool puts like you. I I I enjoy listening to Tool, and it puts yeah. you, it puts you into a frame of mind too with their music, just because it's like. It's fucking deep.
2: Is it
1: drone it room to it? You know, there's a hypnotic effect to it.
0: Yes, yes, there definitely is a hypnotic. There's, a, there's, a, there's, there's some definite some music out there that lets it like that. That just pulls it pulls you in and it holds you there. And it's like, oh shit, I gotta listen and it's to like,
1: this. Yeah, I have such a like. That sound is so unique. And like, I swear, those videos really made it happen too.
0: Yeah, their there videos. Those
1: videos, the early videos on Dude, MTV.
0: It was like the still fucking like the like the claymation, yeah, yeah. the still video, the um still animation. Like I, I love that shit.
1: Yeah, I, if I remember correctly, like I know this guy Kevin that works on these videos. I think that he made the video, and I he's an art guy that I hung out with many times. Like he actually he's really good friends with the, uh, the um. The Melvins Oh okay So I could hang out With the Melvins And him. Nice Yeah It was pretty good He's a really good artist and I think he made Those videos But those videos Were insane
2: Yeah like,
1: like, Combination of the visual And uh, that, uh, the The music Yeah I think what They like Exploded That's what made That band explode Out of like
0: It And you know, They were They, they
1: probably would have They, they would have been big anyways But like that was boom. It's like instant.
0: Yeah, that, that was sick Back when MTV actually played fucking music videos.
1: Yeah, like we're we're trying to do this thing called uh, uh, keep uh, Rocket in Boston. Okay. Where this guy I know, Bill, just Bill, is doing. Uh, he's got all these videos. Shoots all these videos. All these bands. So we just started okay an online uh channel Rocket in Boston. So check it out, Rocket in Boston. And you can see videos like oh, a bunch of local bands that he's he's uh, filmed. And then plus, people will send him in uh, their content, and he'll play it. So actually, if you have a, have a video and you want to play it, send it to Rocket in Boston. Attention, Bill. Tell him I sent you, and I uh, listen to it. You know, we'll hell, put it on.
0: Hell yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's... And we
1: want to help you all get exposure. You know what I mean? Like, we want to help everybody get uh gets get paid you know
0: dude that's it there's enough out there for everybody everybody's got to lift each other up and fucking help each other
1: you hear about jay Zena uh, assigning some baseball for some woman because he's a she was gonna like sell it or something oh really he doesn't play baseball i'm like dude do you sell him tits do you have tits <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I bet she's probably signed some tenths in your life. My friend. <laughs> and people are on a line saying like, well, she would have resold it for a ton of money. And it's like, good for him. It's like, what are you talking about? If she could resell it for a ton of money, good for, good for him and her. You know what I mean? Like, he should have just died. You know, like, maybe that lady could have bought a, bike paid her rent with it, that. It could, you know? Yeah, it
0: could have. Hey, it could have. Paid for some Why food. not
1: create wealth for other people and help each other out? It, it it doesn't have to be like me or you. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it, dude. It, 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 it can be us. And it's so much easier helping other people. Like, I, I like doing that. I like helping people. I always have. I feel good. Yeah,
1: me too. I mean, I'm, I'm the oldest of five, so I like, I was like always trying to help out my brothers and sisters. I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't feel like I was too much of a bully on them. But I was like, you know, <laughs> I was the oldest, and, uh, and I was going through some crazy shit, so the shit would get crazy at the house sometimes, and I feel bad for them about that, but like,
0: anyway. Yeah, that's gr- growing up, right? Fucking, uh, just... You know,
1: in a small house with a bunch of kids.
0: Yeah, it's... I
1: try to help each other. I try to help them all the time. Like, you know, you want to teach them, it's like, hey, I know how to throw a curveball. I was <laughs> like...
0: You
1: show them, You know Yeah My brother My brother Jeff Would be of Better than me And I'd be like
0: Damn it Yeah Damn I shouldn't <laughs> Have shown time, you
1: I'm like instead, I'm like So proud of him At the same time
0: You know
1: Yeah Dude that- the, the nature Of the time Period And just being You know Being a kid
0: I was just like Oh So good now <laughs> Yeah yeah, I, I suck
1: Fuck He's like yeah, He's such a good Break answer I am like, I can't break dance. I could do some things, but man, he could just kill it. He could eat get cardboard going down and go in town, it, and throw it down and kill it, and make money.
0: Dude, so my cousin that played drums. There was there was two brothers that lived across the street from where we grew up on the farm, and the three of them would break dance. And then there were these two other brothers. They'd actually go to like and put on shows, break dancing. It was my, my
1: brother. Fu- my brother got a job at Workout Plus at the Devon Plaza teaching people how to break dance.
0: That's fucking. It's awesome
1: how how break dance. I can kind of do. It. I just. I say he was into breakdancing and BMX and <laughs> hip hop, and, and I was more into punk rock, skateboarding, right? And uh, but I loved hip hop too. Like early hip hop was fucking so good.
0: It, it was different, way different than what, than, than the stuff. That's...
1: Well, that was just becoming a genre. So like, so you could see there's like so many, so many different subgenres of it, almost like punk rock, almost like metal, almost like all of it. But, like the original stuff still was like, there was like a lot of different stuff. It was pretty weird. Like, Man, cool Keith, not cool Keith. It was, uh, what's this, Curtis Blow? Curtis Blow was one of the first guys I heard. And then I heard, uh, uh, <clears throat> then I heard uh, The Message by Grandmaster Flash It was like Wow Holy yep. fuck You yep.
0: know What's this
1: Yeah And then uh, Yeah And then it feels You know Then, then it was like you know, It just kept growing, growing Like once I, like, I heard that And like I, I had a couple like Really good girl Friends In high school That were You know like <clears throat> In a hip hop So they would keep me tuned Into what's good You know That's awesome shout out to christine guerrero christine
0: nice well speaking of hip-hop it was (laughs) the
1: mouth because
0: she used to talk a lot okay do you remember playing a show with downset in northampton oh where northampton At, at pearl street it was you guys it was downset and i forget who the fuck else was on that bill
2: was Earth
1: Crisis on it too? Oh, man, I don't remember. Because like we toured. See, I'm trying to remember the, where the tour went. Uh, one tour we, one tour we did with Downset out here on the East Coast was uh, Earth Crisis Downset Tree and Coal Chamber.
0: Yes, that show. And, uh, yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Of course.
0: Yeah, that we was killed. that. That was a fucking. That was that. I I couldn't remember who that I mean What was that That was like 96 You want to hear a funny story About that tour Tell you a funny story About that tour Um It
1: all started with like Oh Cool jam We these guys out And like And uh We uh, we chatted a couple songs And we're like Wow these guys dress pretty gloomy You know Yeah And uh But they 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 sounded pretty cool And there's a song Big truck That me and Jake Were like Big truck This is the song (laughs) And uh so we met him, and like the first night we, we, I met him was like in front of the Middle East, and, and Death's like, can we go our camper and hang out? And I come at the camper, and I met the whole band, and I say, what's up? And they're like, really excited to go on tour. Like We were like, what are we expecting here? It was like, I heard about Boston Hardcore. I'm like, well, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Just go in there and play. Awesome. And, and you'll, you'll have a good time. Just do your thing. Yeah. Because the fuck. Because like, here's the thing in Boston, it's like, sometimes it's just built. they can accept you right away and be very welcoming and sometimes it takes a little while or sometimes they just like people stand around a little bit too much and, and it was a little too cool to be like the first one to just to get into something oh you know, yeah whatever and like they played people already knew who the fuck they were they did great you know it was awesome by the time we got like a week into it they they could find uh uh Sharon Osborne's management Sharon picked them up And immediately pulled them off that tour And put them on a dancing tour No so sure. now we're, we're, We were supposed to play this tour To like I think like Ohio Maybe So we did all of New England, New York And around that area And we were going out west And we were supposed to get off the tour We had a bunch of our own shows Across the country but then um, all of a sudden, like uh, Cold Chamber was gone, and there was a big open slot in this better tour, so we just stayed on the tour and just kept playing the show. Fuck yeah! And we were just getting paid whatever, like uh, whatever freaking um, uh, Cold Chamber was supposed to get paid, right? And meanwhile, the booking agent and Roadrunner Records back in New York are all furious at us, and we don't know we. And play on better shows and we're going, going in the same direction so as soon as we, we can't do it anymore we're just gonna off this tour and get on our own tour yeah and meanwhile I just call these people up and say I'm sorry it's canceled we're not showing up we're, we're, we're on this other tour we're stealing we hijacked this other tour because <laughs> <laughs> we kind of did we just kind of like whatever you know so then they called me up they're all like get off the tour I'm like what's the matter? And they're like you're not making you're not, like you're not making money for us. You make you know, and I'm like it's a hundred dollars a night they're getting. So what is it, fifteen percent? I will pay it. You. you know what I mean? Right. We don't want to take out of your pocket. We just saw a good opportunity. They needed a band, so we'll, you know we're just, we're helping out you you know helping out us helping out the tour. We thought you know and uh they like, get off. And I'm like, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, sorry.
1: So we kept going, we played a couple of shows. They sent out Cloud of Thorns to kick to to, to to take care of us. Right? So there was I think supposed to be a you know, to beat us up. So Clown of Thorns comes out and they're like, and we knew like uh I knew Danny, Danny and Diablo. We we knew him. We had met him a bunch of times before, and like he gets out there and he's like, What it's you guys? We're like, what he's like, yeah, we're told like some band was out here around. like, we'll get up and tour, we're gonna come take the spot, like it or not. And they're like, yeah, it's us. And he's like, ah, oh, all right, I'm like, can we share? And like, yeah, well, we're, we're gonna fill. we're gonna take the slot now. And like, can we share it? They're like, okay,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, fucking plan backfired,
1: yes. So then we stayed out for a couple more shows, and then we live it. So we said, okay. And we left, and we drove from, like, Detroit straight to, like, Arizona. And uh, we had a show, like, the next day in uh, a place called Boston's in, uh, not Tempe, but Phoenix, I think. I think Tempe's right next to Phoenix. So we, check this out, dude, this is so fucking funny. Drive all the way down there. I I started driving, and uh, I drove, like, really far, and I, I I. Pulled over, passed out, and I, and I woke up. We're in Arizona. And I get, I, I'm like, where is anybody? And I open up the van door. I, like, slide, the door open, And I'm like, I'm looking through these trees. And I'm like, wow, there's a giant body of water over there. And I walk through the trees, and it's the fucking Grand Canyon. No shit. Oh, no, yeah, I woke, I, I, went, I left, I, I fell asleep, like, behind the, like, no, <laughs> but, like in the van, like, I don't even know where. In uh, maybe in Kansas. And then I woke up and fucking at the Grand Canyon, it was like, it, it was, I couldn't believe it. It was like, I felt like I was in a dream, in a dream, in a dream again. And the place is amazing. If anyone has a chance to go there, you gotta go and check it out. It's endless. So, so big. Right? That's so awesome. We we hop back in the van, we drive down, we get to Tempe. There's a place, Nile Theater. There's a guy that used to book the place that by the time we get there, there's a, there's a show. It's DRI. DRI's playing. So we pull up, talk to our buddy Corey. I think his name is like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" He's like, "Hey, you guys want to play tonight?" Or like, "You guys have your gear?" We're like, "Yeah." We're like, so we left this fucking other sick gig with like Earth Crisis down set. Drove like two days to arizona show up and get on the tri show that's awesome. awesome
0: that's awesome the
1: local kids. then we put we promoted our show for the next night all these kids showed up for the next night it's packed it's awesome we changed our set a little bit nice yeah pulled it off so check it out this is how it ends we drive out we finish our tour we go out to california Finish all that stuff. We go up to freaking San Francisco. Our last show's in San Francisco. We hook up with these guys from Oakland called Powerhouse. They're a really good hardcore band. People like good hardcore bands. You should check Powerhouse out. And uh, I recommend them. And uh, we got to play a show with them and Crown of Thorns, who had just finished the rest of that tour. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. So we got to
0: play, It was just the like, end of our tour, too. So we
1: had a, we had a big show. At the party, like it was awesome. It was great. It was it was hilarious. You know what I mean? It was like a synchronicity to it. You
2: know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's and, awesome.
1: Uh, yeah, it was like the first time we had, we met the Diablo. We were down in uh down in uh, Miami at this place called the Commander, and I was running the pool table. And I don't know how like, I I was in a streak. I was just killing it. I was winning and winning and winning. They took the cook out of the fucking kitchen to beat me. And I'm like, oh man, like I got like that was I'm like, I don't even want to play anymore. I'm like, you gotta play. And you <laughs> So I beat the cook and then I'm like, I'm done and I left. We went, we met Danny Diablo and he's like, Hey, what are you guys doing? And they're like, uh nothing. And he's like, I'm going to the MTV fucking cribs, real world shit they're having. Like they had a party. So we went and crashed this Miami real, real, real world party with these guys. We get there, we bring beer, and there's nobody has beer.
0: What were they drinking?
1: Nothing. Water. Seltzer water. Oh. And we show up with beer and like everyone was like, Hey, can we have a beer? Can we have a beer? We're like, no, no, no. And we leave the house out back in like little spaces out in like in Miami. Yeah. Like those nice houses or those hotels that have like the big backyard with the pool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it was the ocean, so we just saw it in the backyard. Part it was it was it was a pretty pretty fun experience, you yeah. know. Nice. Like, instead of like trying to get on the camera and be inside, it's like fuck that, <laughs> <laughs> shit.
0: Going outside, hanging out.
1: I'm going outside, hanging
0: out. That's oh, dude, that's that, that. I know, I feel comfortable doing this. I I don't like a lot of people. And it's like, yeah, you go outside, hang out with your friends, fucking fire, fucking.
1: I mean, I party with a bunch of people. I don't want to party with a bunch of people like, can I, a can I have a beer? Can I have a beer? Can I have a beer? Like, I got a twelve pack under my arm. I mean, like it's only twelve. It's
0: only like in
1: there, you know.
0: I, I need these to last I'm me for. Need
1: these? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I I'm invested with into these. I'm you sorry. Need these. Uh, uh, so so
1: that that was a sick tour. That was a funny tour. Funny story. So yeah
0: so so that kind of yeah. then what happened after that tour you, you guys kind of like where did things go for you know,
1: how, i don't know we always were always struggling to get on good stuff we couldn't like we didn't have like a after would like like uh like what do you call it uh, cherry this kind of imploded um we, w- we moved over to uh Wonder drug records oracle kent samar and Ken Samara was uh, also a musician and a producer, so it was like way, there's a better understanding between everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a lot better, and we had Duncan Wilder-Johnson was over there working with them. Shout out to those guys helping us out. Like, really, like, they, they kind of like, we didn't know what to do. Like, we couldn't get, like, on any DC at all like we just couldn't couldn't get it I'm like like, all right. it's like we're selling out shows we get shit on the radio get shit on TV get shit in movies can't get can't get can't get a deal we just want like tour support like and and just distribution we don't want you to spend a a bunch of money on recordings because that's just a a waste of money you know we don't need to spend a million dollars on a recording or half a million or a quarter of a million you know, you just don't have to.
0: No, and you guys put out some... I mean,
1: what you do need is tour support and you need like uh like a good publicist, you know.
0: Yeah, somebody somebody so to get you out there.
1: Someone pushing the press and media and then some of this that should just be part of the tour support, you know, it's like you know, here's some you know, here's a bunch of uh music and gear for your uh for your tour, yeah, you know the only way tree survived is like I, I I had a connection with the screen I used to work at this screen shop called uh, Any Design. Yep, in the Fenway, Gage Brunell and, and Livia Liva. Um, they hooked me up. I I worked there, and then after hours, they're me print tree tree gear. So like the way the only way tree like. Survive like all we, we made a bunch of money on the merch and all the merch went back into the band, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's how it worked. I mean, like we got paid, you know. Like if we did a really big show and we made a bunch of money, like we might get a hundred bucks each. But we didn't pay for we we didn't, all the money went to like for the bills, like for like uh, the practice space for the vans insurance you know and repairs for equipment mm-hmm. shit you know all the money went that way like so and that's the only way it would have worked or we would have ran out of money you know what i mean or people would have been paying out we wouldn't like it would have been like the money went in your pocket just to be taken back out of your pocket you know but it feels so much worse when it goes out of your pocket right mm-hmm. so just don't put it in your pocket that was my strategy yeah right?
0: don't put it in there just just put it somewhere else
1: no, no, you, yeah, basically you just put it into fucking the bank. If it's a bank, if it's a real bank, it is. If, if it's just a safe, safe and deposit box, that's what it is. Yep. But you don't spend money, you don't touch it. Period. You know? Oh, i borrowed borrow this money, money, and then I'll give it back. Nope. It's not even there. It's not for you. It doesn't exist. And that's where you got to think about it, and that's what I always did. I always held the money. That's so how it worked, because I'm wicked cheap, and I'm not going to go spend it like. Hey, I want to go get myself an extra large sub sandwich it's like <laughs> No, I'm going to go to the store, buy the ingredients. So I'm going to make my own and feed myself for a week for the same amount.
0: Yep. Yeah, less less with uh, more with less.
1: I'm just frugal. I'm like my my parent, my my mom's folks are off the boat from Ireland, you know. it's like. They are very you 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 never know so you have to have you have to save your money and be wise about it not spend it on alcohol you know and drugs mm-hmm. food and, and, and nonsense and flashy cars and big big widescreen TVs you know, yeah those things start owning you you know you don't own them anymore they start owning you it's like oh no Dude, uh, TV. It's the truth. People get
0: so yeah, wrapped up. Tree
1: got drunk and knocked it off the wall. It's all broken. It's off so much weight. Dude, that's what you get for expensive shit. Believe me.
0: Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just having a good time with your TV.
1: <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh. He packed his fan into the house and knocked over the television again. Oh, sorry.
0: But, so, just, i am um, go back, right, real quick, right back. So, yeah, you guys, you guys toured, you guys, you know, you played a shitload of shows, and then, I right, mean. So here's what we did. We, we played a shitload of shows, we can try to get signed, we find
1: out that, like, man, like, we're, we're blacklisted, in, in the, but we know that it's either L.A. or New York that we're going to make shit happen, but out in L.A., we had clubs that like we had places that like wanted to break us you know what i mean i'm trying to remember the name of this one club that was like dude how like we want to get you guys signed we're gonna get you signed
0: (laughs) no (laughs) yeah
1: it was like it kind of bummed us out we couldn't get a deal but we're like you know well well, you know so you can't you can't like the first thing you do is you don't compete against musicians that got a deal be like, our oh, music is better than their music. How oh, do they get a deal? It doesn't work like that, dude. Everyone's music is going to be pretty good, at least, you know, kind of catchy to get a deal, right? Yep. And a deal isn't, doesn't mean just because you get a deal doesn't mean it's a good deal. You know what I mean? It's just a deal. It could be a very bad deal on something you didn't want to get in the first place. All that time you were dreaming of it, you didn't want it.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: just because somebody else got it, doesn't mean your music's any better or worse. You know, it just means it's somebody else. They got luckier, they got they're there in the right time, they knew somebody, somebody liked them better, That they have the chops, they have the songs. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't deny other people's success because you, a, a lack of our own success. But it was hard to see that. and Other people would get mad about it and be like, how come you get, I'm gonna get you signed. And like, that's literally what happened. This woman that was in the industry was like, oh my god this is such nonsense i can't believe you got this on science like because it was like like we're 10 years deep now and we haven't we don't have like a major none of major even like a, a, a solid independent you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh I could like you know that we could get them tour in europe or something you know but uh we did get some shit on like a dream catcher at the very end we went out and played a couple of shows but it was at the very end of like tree and people Everyone was kind of like falling apart. It, it kind of it hurt the band's, you know, you know, momentum. Definitely, you know, all of a sudden it was like uh, uh, like a glass ceiling for us, you know. And and I can't. I, I know, honestly, it, it was discour- discouraging. Pretend it doesn't bother you, and, and, you know, things can bother you, and still, you can still move on and not let them stop you from what you're doing. Yeah. So. Uh, that's what we had been doing and we were hoping for the best and like just couldn't, just couldn't get the break and then Jake had a kid and he left the band right when we were about to go on tour with Clutch and Murphy's Law and VOD and uh, so then we got our friend Mike Mancuso to come in and he filled in we did the tour and like beautiful and bittersweet So I'm like, this is it, you know? I'm like, I felt like, fuck, like, that's it, you know. Jake's gone, and the new guy's gig, but he's not Jake. Jake was like a personality, Mm -hmm. a force to be reckoned with on stage and on a microphone and on a bass and on a lawnmower and on skates. Man, that kid on skates, shit, wrecking ball. But then, um, yeah, so then like, it kind of, like, after we played a show at the Paradise, 2002, those guys were, like, don't book any shows for a little while, and I didn't, and then they started up, never got caught. I started up Drug War, and played tr- we tree again for, like, ten years, until, uh, we did like a 10 year anniversary from the like from a stop playing and played the pot rally in the thousand years of the middle east and that was really fun yep and then uh a couple years after that maybe 2000 16 um blue hills brewery came out with like a tree beer no, 2013 came out with tree beer so then we did a show at Okay. And I was in See This World at the time. So my band, See This World, opened and their band never got caught open. So it was like an all tree jam kind of. So that was kind of cool, you know? Yeah, nice. And then, um, but every time we did that and we did a good show, I'd be going to, I'd go to the, the other guys, like, let's write some songs and see what happens. And they'd never want to do it. And uh, I'm like fuck. And then uh, Chris Doherty had a stroke. We did a benefit for him, 2019 or something. And then Chris, then Julie Duffy, our good friend, who really helped us out and try to get us like get us signed, give us get give us a break. She got sick, and we had a, to do a benefit for her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And like these, are, and they went, you know, okay, they, but like I could feel it, and like I could feel it from the the fans and like I'm just thinking to myself like now's the time for Tree to come back during like this whole radical right wing like fuck with everybody movement that's so big right now it's like we need I'm like I need some we need some good positive hardcore like a good like a good joke or two <laughs> yeah d- yeah, dude fucking light in the mood Yeah. enough of this fucking like everyone's a pedophile unless they unless they're a priest then I'm not gonna argue with you but like I don't know if like Hillary Clinton's a pedophile. I don't know about that. I just don't. I mean, like, I don't like her either. You know, like, pedophilia is like a thing to be thrown around lightly It's not, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, th- that that it that word gets thrown around so easily nowadays, and it's like I, there's something crazy. Yeah,
2: dude. but but that's
1: it. But that's like, but that's just the internet troll trolling bullshit. It's like, yeah, just, they try to find new vocabulary. Like that's all because you can't say certain words so they say these other words instead and it's like it becomes it's just like everything means the same but it's just like it's this new like the, the new the new speech from like 1984 where they're just like that's like computer speech it's like they crush it down to lol and it's like it all sort of crap i don't know
0: mm-hmm. yeah it got, everything it, yeah it's shit. it's all shit.
1: Um, Dude, it's just scary. It's a, it's a quick slide. That's the problem. And, you know, when you slide down a hole, you go down a hole quick. Climbing out of the hole, it takes
0: a long time. It sure does.
1: You know? All right, so then back to Tree. We didn't play any shows. And then we did those shows for Julie Duffy. And I'm like, let's do it. And they're like, no, we're not, not going to do it. I'm never going to do it. I'm like, all right, I thought I'm going to do it with some other people. And those guys were like, all right, don't suck. And I'm like, awesome, really? They're like, yeah. So then i was just still like, I don't like the idea of a band coming back with a, different, a bunch of different members and shit. So, you know, it was a, that was a little bit of a hurdle, but I, I, you know, I just, I'm like, you know what? I gotta try it. I'm gonna do it. I'm like 55 now, so I figured maybe I got five years left in me. Mm-hmm. going nuts before I just die, you know. Um my dad lived to sixty five, he like he had hypertension and all the aneurysms and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Got all that, you know. I don't have aneurysms, but like I'm, I'm like, you know I try to stay healthy, but, but, but you know, it's like it things certain things are susceptible that run in like hereditary that I yep. worry about yep. like, And I had a bunch of MRIs already. Man, those things suck. Oh my God, I hate those fucking things.
0: Yeah, in that fucking tube.
1: Yep. Yeah,
0: I I hate it. I wrote a song
1: song in in one. I wrote a song like, um, I was in one during during, uh, See This World. I had this really, really bad roommate that was just giving me headaches all the time just being an asshole. And then uh, I was in there and I wrote a song, uh uh, what the fuck's the name of that? Um, it's like it, it goes like a thrift. like it goes like when you're in there it goes Yes. So I just try to survive the bullshit, I started like I wrote it like I don't need more fucking headaches from me, man. I don't need more fucking headaches from me. I don't think you fucking really understand. I don't need more fucking headaches from you, man. And I wrote it that night, and then my my buddy Al Sepe, who's a machine. I'm like, all right, we need to break that guitar thing, and he comes up with this awesome, huge, fucking Sabbathy solo dirge riff, and uh, the song is done. Like, it's it's so awesome when you can write a song and it's quick, and you're not like trying to figure things out. It's like things just fall into place. It feels natural. It's yep. done. Yep. You play it, you record it, you listen to it, and the radio, off the radio, and you're like off your phone or whatever. And you're like, yeah,
0: done. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. That's that's when that's when you know you're doing it, doing it right. When it just when it just flows out like, like it's, yeah, it's good shit, man. Well, so hey, let's let's talk. So you re, you reform tree. You did so
1: reform tree with new people, and it took a while. I, I, I had a drummer, and then I had to get a new drummer, and then I had to get. And that happened like in three month like three month period. So that was like last summer, I, I went through two drummers. And then I got this guy, Brett Pain drew and he's just insane drummer. But he's also uh plays bass and he he, he knows he you know, being in drummer, he, he knows the structure of the songs. You know, he knows and when he plays bass, he knows the parts, you know what I mean? Yep. So it's like super fucking talented uh, machine to have on board, right? And I got this guy, Chris Pendergrass. I've known him for a long, long time. And uh, he's usually a guitar player, but I asked him to play bass, and he said he would. And then the first guy to help me pull the whole thing together was my buddy, Robin Goodhue, who actually helped me do all that, which is like not just like... Get start getting these songs together, help me get like the right people like in the right place.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, but also like you get all the shit up online. You know, I, I suck at all that stuff. And uh I'm not like an online so he get everything up on Spotify and like fixed our web fixed our Facebook page and got the Instagram, you know, he did all that stuff that I can't not i suck at
2: <laughs> yeah he helped you through all that the shit oh my god yeah so
1: i'm there i, I can't for, forgive him i, I can't I, I can't thank him enough you know and uh so we had that we've had that lineup since till about now and we did a bunch of shows where we cranked out maybe 28 shows around the neighborhood of new england and down to new york and played some awesome awesome shows and I uh recorded uh basically when, when I got the new drum was like last fall around this time exactly and uh we were gonna record with Richard Marr at uh, at galaxy park in in like all of a sudden I was like oh my god we have to get the new drum are' not gonna be ready and the kid this, this new guy came on and we were ready <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So we recorded six songs with him. Now we have six songs. I Nora our bill. we am trying to figure out what to do with that. Uh, maybe put it out just ourselves, or try to shop it to somebody. And there it go. And then, and then again, I'm in a world that's you know I'm not good at. You know. So who knows? Maybe we just put it ourselves, like because like like labels. What are labels doing now? Anyways, and I'm not sure. Like. How much help labels can do unless they're yeah I don't know.
0: it's it's a different music the industry is a different world
1: yeah exactly yeah it's like it's a very different one you don't put up flyers anymore That's like it's just stupid I and you can online at certain times of the day because it doesn't give attraction you get a dude it's like ah, i was like oh my god it's all this all the new
0: math <laughs> Yeah, I, I know dude Well, hey, how about just going fucking down to the local fucking pub, and you put your flyer up, and then you go down the street, you throw another one up. It's like, or handing them out at fucking shows. I mean,
1: I, that was my thing. I would like, like people who like would see me like, do you did you, you you don't have a flyer for me? I'm like, oh, well, I do. Yeah, wait a minute, I forgot. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, or a sticker. You know what I mean? Like I remember, Mistress Carrie used to tease me all the time from AAF. Mistress Carrie, she's like, "What do you treat those flyers?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Thanks for I carried it."
0: Yeah, here you <laughs> go. I
1: would. I would have a flyer on me because if I didn't give it to her, it's only because I forgot.
0: <laughs> it, it, what a fucking tragedy of losing fucking AAF.
1: Oh man, AAF and BCN and FNX. There's no like, uh, like modern rock fucking local rock shows online i guess anymore like on a radio like hardcore radio part Hard, like like
0: there's nothing there's nothing there's nothing and, and it's okay
1: like, and people are like yeah i guess it's okay i guess we have a country station should listen to that it's like no
0: no fuck that what did af become aren't they like a christian rock station now
1: yeah yeah yes they did yeah, the they same are, thing
0: they did the they same thing
1: down the street i tag them every once in a while just to let them know
0: like, what the fuck? Like, the 106.9 out of Hartford did the same thing. It was like, all of a sudden, they're playing rock and, you know, promoting shows, and, 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 and then it's like, oh, yeah, we're changing formats to Christian rock. It's like, or, you know, Christian music. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, okay. companies, all these bigger companies,
1: corporations are buying up all these smaller stations, and it's a way of, like, controlling, uh, you know, what goes out, you know? It's like it's a form of it it's the christian form of censorship you know they have the money they just
0: buy you out and now you don't hear rock and roll anymore no and it's a fucking tragedy like there's some you know and i i found you know as a kid growing up what whatever was getting played on the radio that's what was selling that's what was hot but it also aaf would Dude, play
1: the broke fucking uh Broke bands, you know what I mean? Fucking WBCN, fucking broke bands, broke the band. Like yes, the, the band became successful because of the radio station playing. Bam, simple as that. And uh like the police, like man, the police came to town and the PCN was playing them already. They got huge. Um Godsmack came to town, making like, "We're here." started up and all of a sudden man boom Fucking birdsy and fucking uh what's the other guys can't remember Uh, af was like killing it
0: yeah yeah they
1: played us all the time
0: they they,
2: they
1: all played us yes they hooked us up they played us in rotation during when when death wish came out bcn fnx and um af we're all playing this on in rotation during the day, which is unheard of. Usually you might get played on at night or on the weekends during the local show. But usually might maybe at night or on the weekend. We get played during the day. We were getting like uh like three spins a day sometimes. And we couldn't get a record deal.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it that blows my mind. It
1: was nuts, dude. We're like, what's happening? Like like okay all right you know what
0: are you gonna do well you know what hey maybe through this conversation when it when when i you know there's we got listeners on here i'm I'm on the computer too and uh you know it gets published and hopefully it opens up some uh some people to uh to your music and uh
2: oh
1: yeah no no thank you yeah absolutely i'm sure it will and um i, I thank everyone for, for tuning in and or listening to this in the future. It's, uh, it's an honor and pri- privilege. Like I said, to, uh, have your, have your ear. Uh, uh, I grew up with stories being told by, you know, family members and drunken, drunken neighbors. So, so I hope you enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all this. It's a, just a good conversation, man. It, uh, it's,
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, so like, so then, um, so that's where I'm at. I'm like, I'm trying to like, like a future for Tree. I'm just like, playing, plain, doing something. Plain out. We took a little break over the summertime just to like hammering it, and now figuring out some kinks in in, in the chain, trying to get back back in the business, and you know, keep a, keep an eye and ear out for you know future announcements.
0: Hell yeah, oh, we look forward to it. I know I do. I love You sound I
1: look forward to you too I mean I love it I live for it It's always great To meet people Like during the show After the show Before the show Like Yeah I I, I like meeting people Hanging out It's like It's really Important to me To keep that Vibe alive From like How I grew up Like punk rock bands And be accessible To your fans and Be be nice to them Because they came out Doesn't matter I don't care How tired you are Just be cool
0: you know <laughs> yeah just just be cool that's it like and do and just the i'm really tired <laughs> yeah I'm, okay yeah i am too i worked all day too yeah i get it yeah. guess what we're gonna fucking cool. party that or we're gonna hang out and talk <clears throat> excuse me do you
1: have
2: any, you have any like, final
0: questions or anything you want to like wrap up or be like how long are we talking for i mean i can just yeah, keep going yeah right? we're almost at the two hour mark so yeah we right. we want to uh we're an hour and well, we're on the phone for two hours, but i had to reboot the podcast but uh um yeah I mean, no i just i you know like i said i i appreciate okay uh so right now, what are you listening to for music what's your like uh, go to
1: old school reggae
0: um anything in particular any any band like
1: uh Lee's crash perry
0: all right cool what uh where do you see Punk and hardcore In the next five years what, what, do, what do you What are your thoughts On what's going on With it now
1: Um I think The The, uh, the harder And more punk rock Version of this Punk rock hardcore Is going to start Getting more uh, Attention uh, There's a lot more Females coming up And singing And playing In these bands And uh, People are going to Start noticing that too And that's going to help Not just Those bands But all the other bands Mm-hmm they kind of sound like that. Uh, I think that I think that's gonna be a thing, for sure. Uh, to look look out for is like more female fronted bands are coming off real hard and and off the hook and political and you know whatever you know what I mean. That's like they're gonna be like just as challenging as any lead singer would be, no matter what their gender. I guess. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, but like, I like seeing it. It's, it's, it's good to see it develop more. to like get in there and do it, you know, because that's what it's all about. It's like, it's about the freedom to follow what you want to do. So you want to follow what you want to do, you follow it. That's it. I think the future's going to be, I think the future's unfortunately, you know, will we'll be good because it's, we're going to be going through really difficult times. And that's like like Reaganomics sucked. Reagan Reagan sucked. You know, like that stuff sucked. Like Reagan like they Reagan's trying to like push Reagan as like some kind of hero, man. Reagan sold weapons to the Iranians. And, okay? And we for were, the hostages. Like yeah. they call it the October surprises because they, they made deals with the Iranians to hold the hostages before um before like uh like Carter could before Carter were like like they they held them so that old, like on on the day that Ronald Reagan was sworn in, the hostages were released. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did
0: that. Yeah. They made it, that deal. It was already ready ready to go.
1: Yeah, and like there's a ton of it, like, you know, and then the yeah, the cracking like everything like happening, and that was orchestrated by uh, George W. Bush. George Bush Senior George Herbert Walker, he was the one that was flying the shit in to Arkansas. To where where Bill Clinton was, and Bill Clinton was in on the shit. And fucking uh, Ronald Reagan didn't know anything about that. He was telling the kids to eat jelly beans and that ketchup was a vegetable and the food (laughs) program. And they just ignored AIDS and all these people died. And they they demonized it. They politicized it. like they politicized the, the COVID epidemic. They politicized AIDS back then as well. yeah
0: i i remember i i i had a relative that uh that lived with it for he was fortunate enough um you know got it in the 80s and ended up surviving which is lucky fucking real lucky you know he lived uh he passed away a couple years ago um you know his his end came uh
1: so those days were bad days too like some of the best music i think i've I've heard came out of that period yeah i'm thinking gonna happen now
0: too a revival I, mean, I
1: think it is happening
0: now yeah there's some there's some good shit coming out there's some good shit like I'm 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 happy like I think there's some good I think you're seeing a lot of bands too that maybe took a hiatus a while and they're like okay now we gotta come back like now's the time
1: yeah it it, it totally and like and I can start another band and stuff but I, I never want to a tree to really stop playing I always wanted to do tree. And even in my like other bands like Drug War and Superpower, and See This World, I had tree songs that were like, hey, that's kind of like, sounds like a tree song. I'm like, yeah, well, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fucking. Sorry. Yeah. It's part, that's, that's, yeah. It's your fucking band. But,
1: uh, yeah. It's part of like, it's part of like my, like how I hear music, you know? It's like, I don't know. It's part of what you hear and if you can get it out of you and other people can hear it it's like hopefully it has a little bit of your your style to it that they can recognize
0: yeah and and tree is definitely recognizable sound so
1: oh yeah like i was like uzi Won kenobi was like brian hickley was amazing guitar player great musician like all around but uh like yeah, he he, he was amazing. he he, like, he was so young when he was in the band. I think he was he's like, sixteen when he started in the band. Like, seventeen, he was, he was so young. I remember like some places wouldn't let him in. No shit. Like he's playing.
0: Yeah, this is our guitar and, like, player.
1: E. the Bears wouldn't let him in, but he's playing. We're, like we're gonna put BX's extras on his hands. We're like, that's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. you know dave we're, we're coming up on the two hour mark and uh oh, okay. it's gonna cut out I mean, but um hey I, I thank you for the conversation i truly uh, enjoyed
1: and, it thanks for caring and call me and um you know what it, it, and like hopefully we're trying to push positivity here and make people laugh i was like you know that's what i've been trying to do it's like that's it life Life is can be very full of anger and pain, and depression, and believe me, I know I've felt it. And I'm like I you know, recognize when you're up because everybody recognizes when you're down. So start recognizing you're having a good day, and things are going good. Be like, yes, absolutely right. This feels awesome. I'm going to remember this. Hell yeah. You know because. Like almost breaking down on the highway and limping all the way back to the city, crawling finally home is like can be very painful, you know? Yep. You know, but you made it home.
0: Exactly. Right. You you made it home and you, you know made what? Is it like it's your every day's a clean slate. It's a it's a new start.
1: It can be, yeah. Like it's like you know, but like there's like don't we, if you have a problem and you need to fix it, fix it. Yeah. If there's someone that you need to talk to, just talk to them. That's you know? it. No, don't text them. Actually talk to them, you know?
0: Yeah. A phone call or drive over and fucking see how they're doing. Yeah. That's it. It's important. Well. Nice, it's a nice
1: touch, you know?
0: Well, I appreciate. So, like,
1: yeah, I'm going, like, yeah. So, I'm, I'm going, like, my like I'm going to two weeks. I just went to two weddings uh, over the last two weekends. And now I'm going to two week weeks this, this weekend.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry to hear sorry. that.
1: It's okay. I don't, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that for sympathy. What I'm saying that is for like, hey, it's, this is what life is, my brothers and sisters.
0: Yeah, it's up and, and down. I
1: mean be good to each other while you can, as much as you can. You know, I, I hadn't seen my brothers and sisters for like forever, and like I had anger in my heart towards a couple of them, and um, my mom's getting old, and she wanted everybody to get together when. When everybody was in town like two weeks ago, um, you know, I I just like performed a wedding the day before mm-hmm. in South Austin, and it was so amazing. And I just was like, I'm using this energy from today, right now, tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, I'm not gonna argue about anything, even though I think I'm right. You know, doesn't matter. Yeah. Sometimes being right is wrong. You know? Yep, and you just got to let shit go.
0: Absolutely, and, and,
1: and, and you and drop the fucking ego and humble myself. You know, yes. Because time is still clicking. You know, it stops and for no one. Your moms one. and your dads—they're not gonna be there forever. You mm-hmm. know, not for long. Everybody's get so everyone should try to get along as much as you can.
0: That's it. Well, Pick him up when you see him in the pit. That's it. Grab that hand. To help him up. Well, that's right well, top thank and thank you I enjoyed the conversation I enjoyed you and uh I told you before downsizing the American dream was uh a huge inspiration in 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 my life and it you know it still resonates to me to this day and I thank you I thank all the guys in the band you know past present and future um thank
2: you so much
0: and look forward to uh seeing what you have for us in the future bud
1: All right. Well, we hopefully won't let you down because that's, and it just starts falling apart and I can't sing it and I won't sing it, but right now I can sing
0: it. So I want to sing. Hell yeah, brother. So let's sing together soon. Sounds good. Dave, we'll talk to you. Thanks again. Thank you. Yeah. Good night. Bye-bye. And that is the conclusion of uh, my interview with Dave tree. Uh, I want to thank everybody that tuned in tonight um i appreciate you i appreciate the listeners for coming back on um we were having some issues at the beginning uh with the microphone uh wasn't recording or something i don't know but anyways um hope you enjoyed that um i did uh, be good be kind to each other and uh we'll see you on good night everyone